0: Hello students, staff, parents, and community members, and welcome to Inside LBUSD, our new Laguna Beach Unified School District podcast featuring a wide range of topics that cover our core commitments of every student every day, continuous improvement, and relationships matter. Before we get into this week's episode, a few upcoming events to note. This Saturday, October 23rd at 7 p.m., Laguna Beach High School will be hosting its homecoming dance. All next week is Spirit Week at Thurston Middle School. And on Friday, October 29th, El Moro will be hosting its annual Boo Blast at 2.30 p.m. And now, Health Matters with Dr. Michael Keller and Nurse Kelly Schultz.
1: Welcome back to the Inside LBUSD Health Matters Podcast, Episode 4. Today's conversation is being recorded on Thursday, October 21st, 2021. My name is Dr. Michael Keller. And I'm Nurse Kelly Schultz. And the goal of our podcast is to keep our parents, staff, and community informed on the impacts of COVID-19 within our Laguna Beach community, and also hit on other important health topics as we move through the school year. So we like to open this up with talking about how our current impacts of COVID-19 are impacting students and staff. Nurse
2: Kelly, do you have an update for us? Sure. As of Thursday, October 21st, we have one active case at El Moro and two students in home quarantine due to close contact. So that's really great numbers for right now. Also, I just wanted to kind of also point to the California and Orange County rates. California is still the lowest case rate in the US, but the state and OC recently moved from the moderate tier back to the substantial tier. So as we move into homecoming weekend and Halloween weekend, please be mindful. Social distances, mask as much as possible. Stay home if you or your child show symptoms of COVID, such as congestion, sore throat, cough, fever, and headache. If you or your child is presenting with symptoms, please get tested.
1: And we are continuing to implement a variety of different safety and mitigation measures. Of course, we have students and staff and anybody on campus wearing masks while indoors. We're encouraging hand washing, of course, frequent hand washing. We have air filtration systems that are in place in each of our rooms. We're encouraging students and staff to be mindful about physical distance when they're outside. But of course, uh, there are no mask requirements outside currently at school. So all those mitigation measures are really important to help reduce the impacts of COVID-19 in our schools. Nurse Kelly, can you give us a little bit more information about the vaccinations for eligible individuals?
2: Yes, so we have received a lot of vaccination records for eligible students age 12 and up. And so we are so appreciative to all of you who have submitted those to us already. Vaccines are a proven strategy to reduce not only the spread of COVID-19, but in the case of close contact, will allow your child to continue with in-person education as long as they remain symptom-free. In the rare instance of infection, vaccination has shown to greatly reduce the severity of COVID-19 and recovery is swifter. Um, We are continuing to await the specific guidelines from the governor's October 1st press conference where he discussed ordering the California Department of Public Health to initiate mandatory COVID-19 vaccination for eligible students in public and private schools. We will share any new information with parents and the community when it becomes available. The COVID vaccines are available and free of charge to all adults and children ages 12 through 17 when they are accompanied by a parent or guardian. You can register and get an appointment through othena.com or myturn.ca.gov. Um, if you have not yet submitted your child's COVID-19 vaccination record, please email a copy to myself at kschult at lbusd.org if your student attends Thurston Middle School or to Nurse Pam at pmadge at lbusd.org if your child attends Laguna Beach High School. Nurse Pam and I will be sending reminder emails for individuals who have not yet submitted vaccination information early next week, and encourage early and timely submission of your child's COVID nineteen vaccination record.
1: I want to also talk about the social emotional impacts over the last eighteen months uh, during the pandemic window, and you know we're so appreciative to be back in person and and with our students in school and. This year does feel different, doesn't it? Absolutely. And even though we're here full time, we with our students, we have a lot of different uh, interesting impacts on students and staff that really are important to be talking about. And we're going to be talking a little bit more and more as the weeks go on about mental wellness, mental health, and Nurse Kelly and Nurse Pam have a great perspective as health professionals in, in addition to our broad team of, health, of school-based mental health professionals, our school counselors, our student support specialists, are social workers, our school psychologist team, and of course the frontline teachers who are, are interacting with students every day. So I do wanna point out that on October 19th, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry and the Children's Hospital Association made a national declaration of an emergency in child and adolescent mental health. And these organizations point to soaring rates of mental health challenges across the United States in children, adolescents, and in families that were definitely amplified by the impact of COVID-19, but were certainly trending up prior to the pandemic. We're clearly seeing those types of impacts locally in Laguna Beach. And one of the important areas that we talk about is is care for the caregiver or care for the adults as really being a primary function of supporting youth in our schools. Nurse Kelly, can you talk to us a little bit about compassion and compassion fatigue that might be setting in?
2: Yeah, so I know that I can speak for myself on this. Um, It's definitely been a challenge these last two years kind of on this fight or flight, constant moving. Uh, I know as parents, you've probably felt this as well, trying to have your kids at home, working from home, trying to juggle a whole bunch of things that you're not used to. Um, So there was a really great article that was published by the New York Presbyterian Hospital. It was titled, Understanding Pandemic Related PTSD. It was featuring a psychologist known as Dr. Joanne DeFeed I would encourage anyone listening to this podcast who may relate to this topic to read the, um, the article in its entirety. Um, Dr. DeFeed mentions that no matter what stage of life you're in, be it an adult or an adolescent, the pandemic has been a unique challenge with associated trauma exacerbated by a decrease in social interaction with family and friends. She did list a few helpful tips that um, she mentions to prioritize your mental health during this time. Um, some of these things include following a schedule, prioritizing rest, This will help you to feel grounded during those chaotic times and allow your body the time it needs to recover from a stressful wake period. Exercise regularly, be mindful of your diet. I I think it's safe to say that both of these are great ways to boost our mood and immune systems. We wanna start to reestablish those social connections that we've lost over the last year and a half. Um, Even introverts and extroverts alike, we can all benefit from social interactions with those other people um, that are special in our lives. If your child is struggling with those social connections, please reach out to the school counselor or a trusted teacher. We have a lot of different available programs to help our children to be more social on campus this year. Um, I would also encourage um, individuals to practice perseverance and positive thinking. I know for myself, writing out to-do lists, setting small daily goals helps to Um, helps me to not feel overwhelmed. Also showing gratitude, maintaining an optimistic mindset is good for your health, setting positive mantras, practicing meditation, or just giving a compliment to another person will help us all to kind of stay in that positive mindset. Uh, Another important piece to all of this is to schedule downtime. This can be a family game night doing a puzzle or just staying in on a Sunday, watching movies, taking a walk on the beach, Any activity that can help you to feel revived to take on the challenges of the day will give you an extra stamina boost that you need during these times of stress and uncertainty. And lastly, don't be afraid to seek help. Our mental health is an essential as any other medical-related issue. Make sure to speak with a medical professional if you or your child needs any additional support.
1: Those are excellent, excellent uh, ideas and tips, Nurse Kelly, and really important for supporting uh, adult mental health and also creating communities of, of health and wellness within our families and within our schools. Those are really helpful. I do want to also point out that just some, just some additional information that I think is notable that we're just starting to unpack and realize, and, and this is just another call to action for, for all of us to take care of ourselves, but you know, youth suicide rates have increased substantially over the last 10 years and have been trending up. It's the number two cause of death as of 2018 in individuals aged 10 to 24. More than 140,000 children in the U.S. lost a primary or secondary caregiver during the COVID pandemic, which is really unprecedented. And we've seen dramatic increases in youth depression, anxiety, trauma, loneliness, and, and as I've mentioned before, suicidal ideation. And so these are really serious topics that we take head on in our school system. And I appreciate all the work of our teachers and staff and administrative leaders, our nursing team, our school-based mental health professionals, our parents, and our community really partnering together to support youth mental wellness. And I encourage you to continue to, to take that time uh, to take care of yourselves. And we look forward to being back with you in a couple weeks with another episode
0: of the health matters podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to episode four of inside LBUSD. If you have any podcast questions or suggestions, we encourage you to visit lbusd.org slash podcast and let us know your thoughts. Also, please check out our show notes for links to the article nurse Kelly referenced And of course, our LBUSD COVID dashboard. We hope you have a great week.